Welcome to the Code Life podcast with me, Carl Beach, and my great mate, Nathan Blackaby. Hello, mate. You're right. Lockdown podcast. Just found me watch, mate. I've not had that on in ages. Oh, the suit is so cool. Yeah, I'm going to put it on. I, as you know, am a big fan of Casio. Yeah, you are. It's a nice watch. Yeah, so the Casio G-Shock. What I love about a G-Shock, now I confess I've got a couple, one of the straps broken. It's, yeah, it's a good, uh, I do like a watch. Why is it the men like watches? I, I want it in the shop now every time, look. I don't know what you mean, mate. <laughs> my watch is too big for my wrist. I think, I think watches, I wasn't always into watches. That's come online in the last five years or so. Yeah. So I think it's a maturity thing. As you age, you go, oh, nice timepiece. You start thinking about time. I know what you can bang a nail in the wall with. <laughs> you got that. Yeah, and it, and it never scratches. Mate, this thing has been all over the world on loads of adventures with me. And it's, it's not a jazzy one. It's not like solar-powered or no. a radio watch. It's a standard. It just never breaks. Good, mate. I can't get this right. I love G-Shock. But I've got a Cinto core as well that someone gifted me once, which is beautiful. I do wear it. It's got a bright red strap. So, um, anyway, we're podcasting from our relatively uh, new locations of our man caves. New to us, yeah. we're doing this, I mean, not new to us, but new to us yeah. as a podcasting pair. And so we're videoing this, and we, mate? We're recording it. Yeah, this will go on YouTube later on, on Monday, when this goes out. And um, the plan is we've got a few podcasts coming up. Uh, where we're going to be talking about, um, I've got this book by General Sir Peter de la Villiers. I'll be talking about a guy called Noel Chavas. We'll be doing that uh, maybe next time. And uh, Nathan's got some stuff, cool content coming up. But we thought today we'd do maybe a little tour of our caves. Well, we are in lockdown, mate. Yeah. And then we're going to talk Corona zombie plague survival strategies for lockdown, right? Yeah. Yeah, on a serious note, we are going to talk about how to keep sane. Uh, during this time because uh, actually it's, it's going to start biting and uh, people are going to start feeling more afraid uh, more anxious there'll be more tension in family uh, where there's a yeah. around lots of uncertainty about business and income yeah um, your jobs even if you're on furlough I mean these are all new terms aren't they social yeah. distancing how quickly has that become a term that's been accepted by the general population self-isolating yeah quarantine lockdown I mean, these, these are expressions who weren't in our vocabulary. No, it's crazy. <laughs> I, went, I went to the, and people are, I think people's attitudes are changing. And, and I feel like people are really isolating emotionally as well. Like we're, we're two meters apart. So I went to co-op yesterday and we're all queuing outside two meters apart. And if you're not two meters, you can feel the tension. And no one's looking. In the air right now. Yeah. <laughs> no one's looking at each other like how they did before. That's absolutely right. It's a weird thing. And the other day I was out walking, doing my daily exercise thing. I'm trying to visit people in the church. I stand on the driveway, just to be clear before anyone kicks off. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking to them through their windows. And that's the other thing. You have to explain everything you're doing there. Oh, you shouldn't be walking. Oh, you shouldn't be. Anyway, I walked around the corner. One bloke nearly threw himself on the floor to get away from me. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People cross the road if they see you coming. It's like, oh. And there's a new snobbery around like washing your hands. And I noticed I was out walking with Karen and it was like, 
Oh, look, there's more than three people standing together there. <laughs> yeah, well, you're seeing it, mate. You are seeing it now. Yeah. Sorry, I just had a pop-up on the old uh, on the old email there. Let me let me close that down. Um, yeah, but you are seeing it, definitely, mate. Mm. It's a brave new world. And, and we need to start thinking about how we cope with this because this could go on for some time. With this suppression strategy, from what we all understand, it's yeah. great to knock down the amount of infection rates and stuff, great. But then how do you get out of it? That's the big question. How do you emerge out of this? And you only yeah. really get out of it if there's a vaccine. So clearly we're locked down. It may get stricter. Then they'll release us. But yeah. then as it springs up again, maybe they'll lock down regions or maybe the whole country again at some point until there's a vaccine. And what's that, 18 months away? Mate, the thing is, thing is the technology is in place already, I think, to, to control the population. So I saw someone online saying that Google were looking at our activity, where we go, what times we're out, where we're going, the routes we take. And it's, it's tracking. And the government can access right. that, surely. Well, do you know this? Uh, I read something the other day. Not that we're going to go massive into conspiracy, but we might. No, 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 no. I mean, we might do. Anyway, um, a little bit. So, um, you know this ring, Amazon Ring or Ringo, whatever it's called, the doorbell that's got the video on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they've been tracking everyone who comes out your driveway because there's <laughs> yeah. a information request. So, I hope you've had nothing naughty come out your driveway. That's all I can say. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone somewhere knows. Oh yeah. Oh, they're looking at everything, all the data. And, and the scary thing is, they know whether you're answering the door or not. Yeah, so they exactly. know when you're in, when you're out. I know, but they've also said that it's now not illegal for them to use your mobile phone signal to see if you're socially isolated or not. Mate, that, but that's what I'm saying. Once the government know you're not on your own, <laughs> you, get, you get a text saying, we can see you're out for no reason. <laughs> you're... You should be isolated. You'll get a fine. Here's a fine. Here's a fine. Uh, well, the technology's there, isn't it? The technology is there. It's there for sure. So the way out of it is leave your phone at home. Let's do top tips for surviving government surveillance. <laughs> uh, well, leave your phone okay. at home. Yeah, first things, leave your phone at home. I mean, that's a given. Uh, there's a top tip for you. <laughs> that's all we got. Right. Before we go into how to survive lockdown healthily with you and your families, let's do a little tour. So, um, so what are we talking about? Yeah, well, I'm going to give you a little tour of my man cave. Your, your lockdown zone. Yeah. So here we go. This is a cellar. I bought this old house 10 years ago and it was, it was pretty derelict in places. It was really done in and the cellar had standing water in it and we converted it. So it's got a little, it's all right. Anyway, nice. I've got, this is me set up my desk. I put an old TV. It's a very old TV, a little Batman thing. And over there in the corner, you can see I've got a little Martin Luther <laughs> watching over me. <laughs> I've got a, Spoke 1999 Eagle Lander. Your books, word of God, in goatskin. Nice. And I have another. I have another Bible over there. So I do. <laughs> I, I, I do I'm a bit prolific on the old Bible. Your books, a xylophone, my road bike, my guitar. 
marathon medals and uh in an section so these are me rat catcher air rifles when I when I go shooting with the boys in the garden, so I've got I've got a garden. We go shooting. There's some old toy collectibles, and uh, this was a movie prop. Every <laughs> every Christian speaker should have a movie prop hand grenade. <laughs> and there's me trumpet because I'm teaching myself how to play the trumpet. Look at this lockdown challenge. So that's um, that's a very brief job. Oh, I suppose over here, there he looks. Fight Club poster. Nice. Lego. Come on. 40th birthday, Millennium Falcon, eight years ago. Crash helmets. Because you're bikers, aren't we, mate? Yes, mate. An old artwork. So I do dabbling the old paintbrushes. I like that, mate. So there you go, that's me. Are we allowed to, mess with that. Are we allowed to go out on our bikes in lockdown? For essential travel, my friend. You're oh, a key worker, aren't you? We're charity leaders and local church leaders. I mean, I've got funerals I'm doing and all sorts. I'm visiting people and we're sorting, we're sorting people out at the moment who are running into trouble. Oh, mate. There, um, there are reasons uh, to be out and about. But um, should we have a quick look at your man cave and then we'll talk top tips for survival? Yes, mate. Let me just move my microphone over. So I am sitting in my man cave. It's not you quite built. Like... You built. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. So this has been built. By my own fair hand, I had a mate help me. Yeah. Um, so on on the wall there, I've got me mat. Oh, there's me light and the um. Ooh. Obviously, uh, oh. Yeah, I need one of them, don't I? Bookshelves. Got me got me nitro car up there, look. But yeah, bookshelf. Uh, and then I've got me little lever recliner for reading. That's nice. Though. Where'd you get that? Uh, I found it on the side of the street. It was free, so I picked it up. I've got a few bits here. I do some artwork, as you know. I've got my sharp teeth, my little Brazil thing. <laughs> um, oh, and then I've got, I've got my uh, charcoal Christ there, look. Yeah, nice, that. Yeah. So I had them above the screen there. And, oh, yeah, I've got the multi-screen set up. So, yeah, it's pretty chilled out out here. It's not, I mean, I've not got a big house or big garden, so... We I like the... Um... You see that iron cross in the background? Yeah. Over me guns. I like that, mate. Oh, my guns are around the side here. I've got, I've got the old hunting rifle special. I haven't got any handguns, though. Well, they're just, you know, they're, I do a bit of plinking in the garden with the boys when they come over for yeah. you know, being a Bible chat. That's what I do. Some tin cans in the garden. Yeah. This is an old, old one, but me, me, one I've borrowed is inside. And that's suppressed. Hello. Hello. So, um, let's talk top tips for being confined for an extended period of time. Now, first one that I talk about a lot uh, when people talk to me about this is the power of discipline and routine. Yeah. So, a lot of people are going, oh, I'm not getting out of my pyjamas, I'm staying in my joggers every day. Yep. I, I personally don't think that's a great... I mean, it's all right every now and again. Bad idea. Bad idea. My theory is, get up, hit the day. Yeah. Get out of bed, get a shower. Yeah. Get dressed as if you're going to work. Obviously not a suit, sorry, because that'd be really weird. But get dressed <laughs> as if you're going to work. Get yourself a coffee. Just, like, get up. Like don't, you normally would. 
yeah, get up. Get up. And the best thing you can say to someone, get out of bed. Don't make every day a PJ day. Yeah. I feel like I get up, have a shower, sort me barnet out. Yeah. Looking good, by the way. <laughs> Not a hairstyle, mate. It's a lifestyle. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'll get downstairs and I'm on it. And at yeah. the moment, um, leads me into thinking we need a bit of a routine. So at the moment, because I've got this more space to, I'm reading a bit more of the Bible in the morning than I would normally, but I'm working my way quite rapidly through the Psalms. I'm a little bit of quiet and I look at the news. So that, that is my, so I'm up and I hit the day. That, yeah. what, do you, what do you reckon? Yeah, mate, routine's really important. Absolutely. I would say some form of physical exercise, uh, especially now in, in quarantine, lockdown, is essential. Oh, mate. You've got to do it. You've got to have something you do. Even if you've got like zero fitness and you're thinking, well, I don't do anything anyway. We use this to get fit. Yeah, exactly. And even if it's a step, like your front door step, just step up and down with some music on for five minutes. Just get your heart going. I've got, not... um, I've got a new aluminium speedboat, you know, skipping rope. Nice. I know you're big time skipper, aren't you? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, big time in skipping. And also, I've got a six foot punch bag out there. That's why I need a punch bag. I need a punch bag in my life. You've got to have it. And and I've got hook and jab pads. So with the kids as well, I get them doing stuff. But um, yeah, you've got to do something to get your heart rate up. Otherwise, we're consuming calories, not burning calories, you know? Yeah. So I'm. Um... I've made it my mission to uh, walk everywhere around Chesterfield when I'm visiting people. Obviously, my part of my role is a church leader. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere by car if I don't have to. Um, and so my car's only done anything now for a couple of weeks. I'm literally walking everywhere. And I'm seeing yeah. my stuff and I'm praying around the town, but I'm doing like 15,000 steps a day minimum, really. But then yeah. I'm also exercising when I get back. So I'm trying to combine it all. Just doing like some kettlebells and some skipping and stuff like that. So the thing is, just so important. <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to come out of lockdown ill-disciplined and fat. No, 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 no. That'd be very bad. Um, I think so. What have we said? Routine is important. Get and, up, you know, Don't make every day a PJ day. Yeah. Get some routine and discipline. Yeah, routine and discipline. Bit of exercise, and also I think like you've done. Try and learn something new. Use this as an, an opportunity for innovation. Here we go. For those of you listening to the audio, this is my daughter's learner trumpet. And uh, I've been teaching myself, and I've nearly got a scale nailed now. And my, Come on, let's hear it. No. Come on, just a little. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, no surprise, isn't it? I like it. Yeah, anyway, now I can got a scale off and uh, I'm going to teach myself the Pink Panther. So, uh, yeah, because... Uh, it's an opportunity, isn't it? It's an opportunity. Now, I'm I'm still busy and you're still busy. We've got yeah. bringing charities online and changing the way we're doing everything and trying to reconfigure churches and all that stuff. Actually, yeah. my days are really full and responding to community needs. But weirdly, the old wall book's gone, so I've got... I've got space that I wouldn't have had as well. Even though I'm still busy, I've got space I wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah. Partly because I'm not travelling. Yeah. Because how many miles a week would we be doing? Like sometimes a thousand, thousand miles, five hundred miles. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of miles. A lot, a lot of miles, always on the road. And, and that, about, yeah, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. So learning new skill. The other thing is, I think, um, learn to give each other space. If you're in a family, a lot of people are very insecure about. 
shutting themselves down when there's family around or thinking, oh, someone's ignoring me, they're not interested. Look, yeah. top of each other all the time. Yeah. My thing is, um, everyone, everyone in our household, I mean, my girls have moved back, they're, they're adults, Annie's sent back from vet school for recruiting next year, Emily's come home, they're, you know, they're 20, 21. But if we got our headphones in, it means don't, don't talk to me. Yeah. I need some space. Because we all need the space. <clears throat> That's it, mate. Yeah, and no, you're if right. We got, if we haven't got a room to hide in, if we've got a small house or flat, just, just stick the headphones in and say to people, look, when I've got these in, it's not not being rude, I just, I just need to, I need some space. Yeah. And, and these days, you yeah. know, if you, if you can afford it, I mean, I've got noise cancelling headphones I paid 30 quid for. Don't have to pay 300 quid. No. A Bluetooth one's got on my phone an ages ago. Um, Perfectly adequate. Uh, just shut everything out. But the other thing I was going to say is be thankful. Yeah. We can say thank you to God for something every day. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah. And it's always something to be thankful for. And that lifts your gaze up, doesn't it? It does. And and there is, like, I'm always quite encouraged when I read stories. Like, do you remember Terry, Terry White? Terry. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, he, he was a hostage when he in Beirut for like five years. Yeah, and I remember reading his book. It was one of the first books I read, like fully, and it just amazed me that the human mind can can endure complete isolation. Uh, but it's not a skill or a muscle we've ever in modern day Western society had to had to flex or work or stretch or because yeah. we're constantly plugged in and busy, and and now it's like you're not doing anything. Schools are shut. And so then the old Christian mystics, didn't he? Used to live up the top of a pole for months and yeah. hermits who lived in caves and yeah. But we we have not we've not adapted to that. We're so busy and connected. You're right. Yeah. But like like the Bedouin as well, like they they just lived very sort of I don't know, people came along, they showed hospitality, but it was it was contained. Right. It's different, different times, isn't it? Different times. They, yeah, and the interesting thing for me is what effect is this going to have on society going forward? Yeah. And people are already talking about the new normal. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, handshaking, is that done? Open plan offices. Now people have got a taste for working from home. Yeah. Will the open plan office be a thing in the past? Uh, Mate, the, the impacts are huge. Like I was saying to Jen the other day, like a lot of service people are losing their jobs in India and a lot of developing countries. Yeah. So like Brazil, for example, when you'd go to a petrol station, there'd be a bloke there or, or a woman and they'd fill your car up for you. Yeah. And now those jobs are gone. Like they're not doing those jobs. When society kickstarts again and people have been filling their own cars, you think, well, what, why was he filling my car? I'll do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good example, but I think a lot of these trades, these service, like manual trades that a lot of poorer people do, their jobs aren't going to come back. No. So it's, it's really going to... Yeah. Will every pub and restaurant be able to come back? Will people want to eat out anymore again? Will people go to cinemas? How quickly will the church come back? I mean, now, and what will the church look like? <sighs> well... People have built the churches just on performance. That's a big challenge. Yeah. Because we may not be in that place for a long time. Mm. If you built your church on mission and serving the community, yeah. maybe you'll thrive more in this time. 
it's almost like there's a recalibration taking place. Yeah. And there's probably a podcast for another time, the impact on yeah. the church. But it, yeah. it's a fascinating time, mate, isn't it? I think, mate, one of the things I'm trying to counter at the minute, because we talk about code, living the code life, I'm trying to not live a life of fear, in particularly now. In And I'm not a fearful person, but this situation, yeah. I think fear can be a real creeping, slight creep. It creeps into your life without you noticing. Pernicious, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, think, I think fear, right now, with the virus and all this stuff and isolation, it's... What it's doing is it's saying to me, you're the, you're the main thing, Nathan. You've got to protect you, keep your family safe, but don't, don't go out, don't help anyone else, don't worry about anyone else. Like, you just stay safe. And that's fear. And I, I think there's still loads of stuff that we could do that is safe, well within the limitations of isolation or, or social distancing, um, that would still encourage people, still counter that fear, I think. And we're doing what we can here to mobilise people in the local community and get out and still yeah. serve help people. There's a, obviously going to be a rise and increase in uh, domestic violence. And we, we've already managed to help a family or two where there's been some struggles in the background. And, but that means you, 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 if fear locks you in your house, you can't help those who are most in need. Yeah. So there is a balance somewhere, isn't there? But let me, let me read you this, yeah. mate. Um, this psalm here, 46, has meant a lot to me. Over a lot, I mean, it speaks straight into what you're saying. Yeah, a lot to me over the last couple of weeks. Uh, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change. <laughs> there you go. The earth is changing yeah. fast. Yeah, we will not fear. And though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters war and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. Hmm. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord our host is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come behold the works of the Lord, who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear into. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. <laughs> there you go. And the earth shakes. God is still God. Yeah, man. And that's right. That's... And we can't lose that focus and get heads down, afraid, locked in our homes. Like... I don't know. I, yeah, there's still a huge thing, huge amount of support we can give to other people because there's loads of people that are absolutely on their own. Yeah. Like I've got yeah. loads going on, kids here and dogs running about, and but there's people that are seeing no one. Like there are people in our church seeing no one. Yeah. So um, what I'm doing, I've, I, I mean, I've put a couple of videos out about this because I think as leaders we've got to do what we can where we can. Yeah. One of my things is I'm trying to walk around everyone in my church, their households, and I'm standing in the driveway and I'm having a, I'm taking a flask of coffee sometimes and I'm just standing and chatting because I'm providing human contact. Yeah. I'm a friendly face. I'm trying to be the glue that holds us together. Yeah. So I'm getting out there, I'm getting me exercise. I'm walking around. I would run, but I bust me cough. <laughs> I'm going around to different houses and I'm just saying, hello, how are you? I'm just being a friendly face and I'm taking photos 
I'm putting them on our closed uh, Redeemer King online group, just yep. for his family. And we're adding to that as people are joining the church, even during this time, actually. Well, wow. still think you can you can provide contact. And Absolutely, mate. Presence as a leader is so important, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, and for, for CVM, it's slightly different for us, but like the resource we just put out, the um, Code Life, no, uh, yeah, Code Life Online Studies, you know, that's very much about keeping our, our men's groups active. And, uh, but it's not, it's not just Christian circles, you know, it, it's invite your non-Christian mates to a Zoom, have a drink together, have something to eat and chat. Exactly. And it, it's all possible, you know, quiz nights, pub nights, whatever. Yeah. And, and yep. me and you, we can drop in on some of these groups, can't we, all over Absolutely, the country? Absolutely, mate, yeah. If we're having a Zoom meeting, there's a chance we might be able to drop in on it, depending on what we're doing. Um, we might be in other meetings, but if you ever want to just get in touch with the CVM office, yeah. maybe uh, you have a little visit from BT and Blackers. <laughs> It'd be good fun, wouldn't it? It would be good fun, yeah, because we want to keep connected. Uh, mate, you've done a great job with those Code Life resources. Thanks, and, mate. Uh, yeah, they're out there. Four weeks of studies there. Um, and also get hold of the Code books. Yep. There's yep. so much resource online for groups to be using. Yeah, it's loads. Like, this is the time to keep together, isn't it? And, and keeping that. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. That's a big Bible you've got there. I see that and I'll raise you. Hang on. All right. Bible was. So this is how it's going down. This is, this is, the, uh, this is the NASB Allen goatskin. Okay. This is the bold test. Not bad. This is the New King James MacArthur Study Bible, revised and updated. Hold on a minute. Over in my reading chair. Look <laughs> at that. I've got the NIV wide margin, full of sermon notes. Every twist and turn. I see your NIV. I'll raise you one NIV. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Those Bible Wars. Yeah, but I've got something you ain't got. <laughs> the other Bibles are upstairs. But let me show what I've got. I've got a complete Annals of Winston Churchill. Not bad. Baptist hymn book. Not bad. Yeah, you need a Baptist hymn book. Salvation Army hymn book. Rudyard Kipling. Oh, oh, a classic. <laughs> classic. The other Bible's upstairs. I've got Portuguese to English, dual language, just because I can. And I've got my old Nan's Bible. Look at that beauty. My uh, Bible shelf's upstairs in my snub. I do. I do. I've got a signed copy of Bravo Two Zero by Andy McNabb. Have you? Yeah. I think it might be down there. I've got a CSB goat skin from a great mate of mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at the Bibles coming out. Oh, look at this. Hold on. Have you got one of these? Look at him, he's gone to the bookshelf. Hold on. I do, I do love having my Bibles right here. I've got to do a sermon today. Hold on, hold on. look at this. 
Andy McNabb. Boom. Oh, yeah. What's that? And I raise you. Code Bible for men. Oh. I like that. Uh, I'll, you. I'll come back. Bradford Bulls, New Testament and Psalms. Not bad. Not bad. I'm, I'm sure I've got something that will uh, bring me back in here. Upstairs, I've got a beautiful Skylar NAS. Oh, hello. <laughs> Got the way by my great mate Carl Beach. Yeah. Right then. Mate, I've got it on it. Right. So I think next time we come back, I'm gonna we'll talk through the story of Noel Shavas. Sounds good. Unless you, you have another one instead. No, I think we'll go with that, mate. Right. Thanks for tuning in everyone. Um stay safe. And and keep following the advice. This thing's killing people, and we are being, yeah. you know, we want to say to you, stay safe, stay indoors. If you need to go out, yeah, do the right thing. That's it. And, uh, let's get through this all together as a band of brothers. Praying for you all. God bless you.